Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. Okay, we're coming to the end of the year. If you're listening to this in real time, this is going to be coming out mid to late December. So we're going to be wrapping up 2019 and we're going to start hearing about all kinds of things right now about how to make goals for the new year and how to blow our business out of the water in 2020 and how to make more money and do more things and all kinds of stuff like that. And while I'm all for making the goals and making next year bigger and better than ever, there is one thing I want to also keep in mind, which I know this can sometimes feel even harder than getting new clients or bringing in more money. And that is how to say no to business. There comes a time in everyone's business, I think, where it actually becomes necessary to say no to potential business. And this can be the hardest thing ever. When you're still in the beginning stages, you actually can't imagine this ever happening. And you're like, no, I will never turn down business ever. Like, how could somebody turn down business? I just need clients. I don't care who they are or what it is. But sometimes you need to in order to actually grow and thrive. You get to a point at least, you know, maybe not at the beginning. I'm I'm not at all you know, saying, I don't understand that beginning stage. I remember it well when you're like, I will do whatever somebody needs, but you know, that's not forever. Thank goodness. And sometimes again, you get to a point where it actually helps you grow and it helps you do better to say no to certain things. And I think it's important to keep this in mind as we close out the year and think about what we want our businesses to be like for the following year and what kinds of work we really want to be doing and what kind of clients we want to work with and what we really do want to go into intentionally in the new year so that we don't end up in situations that we're not totally loving. So there can be a few different reasons for saying no to business and you may have already experienced one or some or all of them. But yeah, there are a few scenarios where it becomes necessary to say no. And I think the most obvious one is probably when you just don't jive with the potential client. If you like downright dislike them or you don't like what they do or what they stand for or what the project itself is. This is one instance when I think you can and should say no, even if you're still at the beginning of your business, even if you still are kind of in need of new clients and you're in that stage where like, I can't imagine saying no, you know, disliking them is one thing. Maybe you can live with that to a certain extent if you do really need the client, but disliking what they do or what they stand for is really something you may not want to get involved with at all. That's why you have your own business in the first place, right? So you can make the decisions on who you work with and only do things that are aligned with your values. So keep this in mind and don't feel like you have to take on a client that you don't really like just because they're there and just because they're interested in working with you. You have to keep your values in mind and evaluate if this client will really bolster your roster and be a client you'll be proud to work with and to be entwined with. And if you think they might not be, you don't want to take them on. It's not going to be worth it. 
And another reason that you might want to say no once you're, especially once you're doing well and you're more in the growth stage and less in the, I need more clients stage, then this can become a little bit more common because once, once you're somewhat steady and you are, you know, you, you have the clients that you kind of need to keep the business going and you're doing well, you reach a point where price really matters. Not to say you shouldn't always be charging what your services are worth. But again, I know that sometimes we've all taken a client for less than what we know we should for whatever reason, but there comes a point where you're unwilling to accept that. It just doesn't make sense to take on a client who'll pay less when you know that you could very well fill that time with a client who will pay what your work is worth. When it comes down to it, you're always going to feel like you don't have the time to dedicate to them and you'll potentially even resent the time that you do spend on that work because you know that they're getting something more from you than what they should be. And you could be spending that time on something that will really bring your business forward more. And you're never going to end up wanting to be doing that project or working on that client's stuff. Also, this can come up a lot once you have more overhead. Maybe you have more people working for you now. So it's not just a matter of you getting everything done, no matter how much or how little you're being paid. You know, you can be like, okay, I'm not going to make much, but I'll squeeze this in on my lunch break or do this, you know, at night once I get home and still get it done. But once you have people working for you and maybe doing some of that work for you, it's like you need to actually be making enough money to cover the paycheck of that person who will actually be doing the work. And if it's not going to be enough to cover that plus have a little something left over for you, then it definitely won't make sense for you to do that. It doesn't make sense to bring on a client where the entire fee that they're paying is going towards paying your employees or, you know, by the time it goes towards the other expenses that you will bring on in order to make it happen, you're not going to have anything left over because then what's the point? You're kind of back where you started without having even worked with them because you're not bringing home any profit from it. So that definitely comes up. (laughs) And I think that comes up more again, like later on, once you maybe either have more expenses or have people working for you or things like that. Of course, that stuff, you can have all those same issues, even at the beginning, if you just have those expenses to start with. And that can almost be an easier reason to say no, because if it legitimately makes no sense for your business, I mean, that's what this is, right? It's business. So yeah, that's a huge one, I think. And all that being said, even if you do know that you have a great reason for saying no to this new business and you don't really feel bad about it, it can still feel hard to actually physically do it, like the actual saying no part. Yeah, when when all we can see is the money that w- they would be paying and how close that feels, you know, it's like, well, that's better than nothing, right? It can feel like even if you know it doesn't make sense and you know you could make more money from another client, that's so unknown, right? You don't have that other client here right now ready to pay you yet, but you do have this person ready to pay you something. So you can be like, maybe I should just take this one for now and at least have something, but resist that. You will always regret this. The only thing worse than saying no to a potential new business is saying yes to it and then wishing you hadn't. It's harder to terminate it once you've gotten into the project and you're going to feel even worse about it than about that. Like, and saying you can't do it once you've already started than if you had said no in the first place. 
also the issues that will arise or just the extraction of yourself from that project. Like once you've started, like dealing with that process is going to be harder once you've already, once you're like in it. And so it might end up distracting you more from your other clients and you're going to like be thinking about it when you're supposed to, you could be focusing on other stuff just because it's a tough situation. So it's going to be more detrimental in the long run. So if there's any chance that you're going to change your mind or realize, you know, or, or realize that you need to be true to yourself once you've already said yes, that's going to be worse. So say no from the beginning, if that's going to be the case. The best thing to do is be very aware if you have any red flags from the beginning. And especially if it's a matter of someone trying to negotiate down your pricing or trying to get you to work with a smaller budget than you know you need, just say no from the get-go. This is also something that comes with time and experience in your business. You will get better at recognizing certain potential issues or red flags the more you've done it. So if you've been at this for a while, trust your instincts. If you are like, hmm, this kind of reminds me of that other situation where, you know, they're saying similar things or acting similar ways. And then, you know, that other person ended up just being really difficult to work with. You know, you're probably right that maybe this person will be too. And maybe at the beginning, you won't recognize some of these things and that's fine, but you will start to kind of notice red flags once you've worked with enough potential clients or enough clients. So think things through before you jump into it. Consider the type of person you'll be working with, the project itself, and what the budget is. And think about all these things and make sure you feel great about every aspect of the work before deciding to do it. And if you don't, you can take one of two roads, I think. You can either be super honest or you can tell a white lie. Now, I'm in PR and I think that communication and transparency are the two most important things in business. And I feel a little uncomfortable even using the term white lie because I do 100% believe that honesty is always the best policy. But when it comes to the inner workings of your business and your reasoning behind not working with someone, I also do believe that that's your own business and really nobody else needs to know your justifications. So if you need to say something that's not the entirely true reason in order to save yourself or the other person from the real reason for whatever, wherever that would be, then you can really just say whatever you want. Like it's your thing. You can say whatever you want for your reason for not working with someone, just as long as you really are honest with yourself that you don't want to work with them. (laughs) But yeah, if, if you can be honest, you should just Say that you truly don't believe you're the best fit at this time and you can recommend some other options for them if you really can, of course, if you don't have any other options or you think they're so awful that you wouldn't want to recommend for some reason, like you wouldn't even want to recommend them or pass them along to somebody else you know, then I mean, don't say that, but you know, it's not bad to say, you know what, I know of a couple of other people who might be a better fit for you at this time or something like that. But yeah, that's it. Keep it short and sweet. You don't need to get into the details. You don't even need to say why. All you need to do is say that you don't think you're the best fit. If they come back and ask why, then, you know, even if they do come back and ask why, you still don't have to go into it. You can just be like, I really, you can just repeat your same sentence. I just don't think we're a good fit. And just, you know, that's it. If you spoke to someone who wants to work with you and you don't want to for any reason, just say you're you're not the best fit. They don't need to know why, unless you want to tell them for whatever reason, which is totally fine too. 
And it's also perfectly acceptable to say that while you would love to work with them and think you could do a great job for them, unfortunately, you're unable to do the project for less than X amount. Or even just say they are unable to do the project for whatever the amount was that they said they had budgeted. You can say, you know, I unfortunately am unable to do the project for $3,000 if that's what they said they could spend. Of course, that's if the price was really the only reason that you don't want to work with them because there's always the possibility that in a few months they do budget more for your services and they're able to come back and pay your prices. And you want to make sure that the price was really the reason that you said no in that case. So that if they, you know, you don't want them to come back with more money expecting to now be able to work with you. If there was still another reason that you didn't want to, because then you're going to kind of get back into that sticky situation of like, Oh, now I need to come up with another reason. If they do, you know, they come back, you say it would be $5,000 and then now they do have that. If for any reason you cannot bring yourself to just say no, you just feel so uncomfortable saying that you're unable to work with them at this time or if it's not because of the pricing, then that's where a little white lie can come in. Here's what you can say. Right now, I'm completely at capacity and I just don't have the bandwidth to take on your project. That's it. They can't argue with that, you know? Nobody wants you to be working with them if you don't have the time to dedicate to their project. And nobody can really argue with how much bandwidth you have, you know? Even if they know you only have one other client, they can't very well say, you know, it seems like you only have one other client. So, of course, you'll have time for this. Because for all they know, that one client could keep you full time busy or any something like that. A really capacity doesn't necessarily only mean time. And that's why I like that wording. And that's why I honestly don't even feel like it's really a lie, no matter what, because you could not have the capacity to work with someone just because you don't like them. You don't have the mental capacity or you don't have the emotional capacity to deal with that project. That's totally legitimate. Even though, you know, there might be other more specific reasons for really why you didn't want to work with them, or there may not be, you just don't want to work with them. But this is like a nice enough way to let someone down kind of easy with what may potentially be, I mean, it might potentially be a white lie uh, or at least not the whole truth, but I think it really is almost always an applicable excuse and it may actually be more honest than you initially thought. If you really think about it that way, you know, maybe it is you don't have the mental capacity to deal with them because you know, they're going to be a hassle and you don't want to take that on right now. And that could really be your only reason. So yeah, then it's like, okay, it's not even really a white lie. That's really true. I really don't have the capacity (laughs) to work with you. But either way, like, again, it's something they can't argue with that. Nobody can argue with that. Nobody can, there's no way for them to kind of try to like ask questions to make you change your mind, you know, or whatever. Cause you know, sometimes people, people could could get weird once you say no. So I like answers or, or reasons that just really have no opening for negotiation or a further conversation if you don't want to. The main thing to keep in mind is that you don't owe anyone anything when it comes to this. This is your business. So if you don't think you want to work with them, you don't have to. Don't feel that saying no to one client means that others are going to hear that. Like People are going to think, oh, I heard they're too busy now and now they're not going to come to you. That never seems to be the case. And even if they did hear that, you don't have enough time or you don't have enough bandwidth or capacity. Those are things that can change so fast in a business that even the next month, you could say that you do in fact have more bandwidth now and can take on another client. 
if like the right one comes along, I mean, and I mean, chances that they've talked to the same person that you've already said no to are so, so slim. But even if they did and they heard, you know, oh, they so, so, so they don't have the capacity for another client. That's what they told us just last month when we tried to hire them. You know, if somebody really does think they want to work with you, they're probably going to reach out themselves anyways. Because again, most other business owners will know that things like capacity and bandwidth can change really quickly. Maybe last month you didn't have the capacity to work with any client, but now next month you might. So I don't think it means that, you know, you're going to lose a potential good client because of it, because they hear that you don't, you're not taking on new ones. And it's not like saying that one time means that you won't take on new clients in the whole year. Most people do get that. Most people do kind of understand that things change and shift. And if they want to work with you, they will reach out. It just doesn't seem to work that way. (laughs) So don't worry also that now that you've turned away a client, the universe isn't going to send any more your way. Because also that's quite the opposite really. And I think you'll find that once you stand firm on your boundaries around things like pricing and personality of clients or types of projects that you want to do, you'll actually have more of the right ones coming your way right away. I swear it's like as soon as you say no to a client because they didn't want to pay enough, a way better client who doesn't even bat an eyelash at your pricing comes along. And you'll be like, wow, I'm so glad I have the time and space to work with this person now. Because imagine if you'd taken on that time-consuming client for so little pay, and now you really didn't have the time to take on this great one. That's just the way it works. I promise you, you'll see it if you try this. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't really have any explanation for you, but I swear that's just the way it works. So, okay, to reiterate, my favorite phrases for actually saying no to potential business are firstly, to just keep it super short and not explain yourself at all because you don't need to. Just say, I've thought this over and I don't believe we're the best fit for each other at this time. Or, you know, this can be tweaked to make sense for you and your business. It could be like, I don't believe my company is the best fit for you at this time. Or, I don't believe I'm the best fit for your company or whatever wording makes sense for you to say, this isn't a fit and then keep it friendly. You know, it's not like you have to be, you're not, you're not trying to be mean about this or anything. So just with, but without being friendly enough that you feel like you have to go into anything else, you know, you just say that and then just say best of luck and end it there. That's it. And then the other one is to be honest. If it has to do with pricing, just say, I'd love to work with you, but I'm unable to do the project for less than X amount. Again, just end it there. You're not begging them to raise their budget, assuming that you did give them the chance for this already and they said they couldn't because negotiation can be fine. So if they can only, if they said they can only pay X amount, but then they may raise that if you tell them what you charge or what your minimum would be. So be sure you did try that already if you really did want to work with them and it was only the pricing holding you back. But then again, if that was kind of like, the sticking point, it was like, we really can't go above this. Then you just say, I can't do the project for less than what you really can do it for. Best of luck. (laughs) Or here, if it really is only a pricing issue, you can say, feel free to reach out again in the future. If you ever have a larger budget to work with, that's a fine way to end it. If the pricing was really the only issue. And lastly, if you feel they won't just accept the not being a good fit thing, or for any reason, you don't want to use that. The last line is, 
I don't have the capacity to take on this project. Or you can say, I am at capacity right now and I don't have the bandwidth to take on this project. However you prefer the wording, it's essentially saying the same thing and I like both versions. This can mean whatever you want it to mean. And that's not something anyone can argue with. And it's not really a lie though. It can also not be entirely real or the only reason for not wanting to work with them. But I truly do think that can it can always be kind of true for whatever whatever your issue is. This is also true, so that's fine. Yeah. So this so this year when you're looking ahead at your business, consider not just what you're going to do, but also what you're not going to do. What clients are you not going to take on? What fees will you not go below? And stick to those. Be strong if you feel like someone is not an ideal client you want to work with. And don't feel like you can't say no. Saying no to potential business doesn't mean you're not grateful for clients or that you're not putting out vibes of of wanting new business or anything like that. It actually shows that you're moving up and that you're only accepting the things that you want to be doing and the types of work that you know you will absolutely love. And you know what? You'll end up getting that type of work and creating the changes that you want for your business by doing this. So try it. Try saying no if you want to and let us know how it goes. I want to hear your stories of how you've used this. If you have any other tactics for how you've done this in the past, if you have any other ways of saying it beyond the suggestions that I had, definitely share them with us and let's say no to the wrong business this year. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.